direct conversation, some deep reactions, please. All this comics narration ain't me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies of what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Thank you, Vandello, and welcome again to Hurrah Conversations. My name is Josh Wasta, a.k.a. Fallout Fury. And with me is, is my Professor L. Uh, she's got the pistol, so she gets the pesos. It's Leia Cameron. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and also, uh, we always have guests. Um, and uh, this is, uh, we're going to just come right out and talk about this. This is the lost episode of Rat Conversations. We've recorded this once before. Uh, and then. Well, actually, we didn't record it. Well, okay. We've done this. Yeah, we've done this once before. Uh, something happened early in the show. We paused the recording and then I never unpaused it. So we're coming back. Uh, much later. We're uh, back. We're bad. That's right. This is actually the beginning of the new season of recordings for both Graphically Novel and Rec Conversations. But we're going to slip this in uh, Ooh, where it should have been. Just the tip? As episode seven. Just to see how it feels. Yeah. No, okay. Well, it's a Hulk, so it's going to feel weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's going to feel super weird. Mm, smash. So <laughs> the people that we had before and the people that we have again are uh, the wonderful Weezer brothers. Uh, we squared. We squared. Uh, so first we have uh, well, my. We're at least cubed. Uh, we're, we're, we're way round. I don't know. <laughs> what is the radius? Yeah. <laughs> I know it involves pie. At least a case of beer. At oh a case of beer, yeah. Uh, so it's my, my co host from Graphically Novel, Bear, is here. Uh, and of course, his, his wonderful little brother, Luke Weezer, is joining us once again. So welcome gentlemen thank you uh and so oh and of course lest i forget we had to make sure that the entire graphically novel family was represented so um auditing today's lesson is also my lovely wife but lovely and talented baronessa miss jo jennifer howard yay hi hi <laughs> she is she's here got her eye on the on the record button make sure that we're still recording <laughs> that's right <laughs> That's right. The, the scary lady told us we were recording. Bear <laughs> bit his tongue to keep from responding to the scary lady. <laughs> recording in progress. <laughs> Why? <laughs> uh, so we will be doing, again, World War Hulk. Uh, so for those who are tuning in for the first time, uh, this is a, a two- uh, professor lesson um we will be teaching uh both bear and luke who have not read this storyline still have not read i imagine still haven't read it no, uh, time. no i actually read it before the first time <laughs> so for this lesson we will be going step by step through the storyline of world war hulk at any point bear or luke and i guess jen can stop the entirety of the show pull the emergency break and ask us any question that question can be like hey who's that or what is the background of that that i'm not understanding or what the fuck 
That last one happens a lot. Uh, for today's lesson, I will be giving the master lesson. So I will be going through things and questions will be answered by Professor L. Professor L does not know the answer to the question. She can always uh, throw it back to me or we can just uh, decide, you know, fuck it. It's comics. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Yeah. I can make something up. <laughs> there we go. I like that addition. Jen just makes something yeah. up. Yes. yes. More questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, any questions before we begin this lesson on World War Hulk? Jen, why is Josh? Thank we you. We do not have enough time. <laughs> we do not have enough wine. This podcast usually only runs an hour long, so. Right. <laughs> that is that is definitely a five-bottle episode. We are only stocking three today. Oof. So there is a little background that we're going to go into on World War Hulk. You've uh, got a little background. To set up uh, exactly how this story happens. And it starts with the Illuminati. Not the people who secretly run the world and uh, Angelina Jolie is part of, but uh, the members of the Marvel Universe that shortly after the Kree-Skrull War, which is a big space fight that for some reason involved the Earth, uh... They found out that each part of them, like each part of the Marvel Universe, had a little bit of information. And if they had all just worked together, they could have had a lot of information. So they formed something called the Illuminati. Uh, and the Illuminati originally was Namor from Atlantis. Tony Stark representing kind of like science or the futurist movement. Reed Richards uh, representing the Fantastic Four. Black Bolt representing the Inhumans who are half half alien, half human things that live on the moon. Not kidding. Hold up. <laughs> I know I asked this question before, but it's, it's I still want to ask it again because I don't remember how you answered. Is Black Bolt black? No. Okay. He's Why? a white dude. Why? I don't know. Um, yeah, you know what? I, I don't know why he's called Black Bolt. I'm going to look and see if there's a reason for that or if that's does, just what does he's he have reasons. Does he have black-related powers? Uh, no. Bolt-related powers? No, in fact. Is it like voice-related or something? Yes. So, time out. Just point of point of order here. You're, ta you're teaching the class. Leia's supposed to answer the questions. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. <laughs> Got mobbed. <laughs> so, Leia, why isn't Black Bolt black? Continue. You can't just ask somebody why they're not black. Oh my God. <laughs> Good answer. Okay, then, then Leia, why do Black Bolt's powers have nothing to do with blackness or boltiness? Comics! <laughs> nice. Cha -cha. <laughs> because Klaatu Barakta. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm gonna while while you are continuing on, I'm going to do a little bit of research here on the Googles and find out if there is a reason that he's called that or if that just maybe the name just sounded cool to him when he was a teen. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's like Edge Lords. Yes. yes. <laughs> like naming your LARP character Ice Dragon. Yes, yes, exactly <laughs> like that. Or Dark Bane. Or uh or, or, you know, uh, Dave Batista thinking that nobody else is going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, rounding out the Illuminati is also Doctor Strange, who represents the magic contingent of the Marvel world, and then Professor X, who is representing, obviously, the mutant. Backstory starts with a Fantastic Four story where S.H.I.E.L.D. sends Bruce Banner into Vegas 
to investigate a gamma bomb, which is going to explode. Uh, it does, uh, mm. and it basically regammas Bruce, so he turns into the Hulk, but is like out of his mind Hulk. So, uh, all right, Hannah, hang on. Why would you send the guy who gets set off by gamma radiation to investigate a gamma bomb? Leia. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> because shitty writers? Uh, because he's the world's foremost expert on gamma radiation, obviously. Yeah, yeah but we have things like cell phones <laughs> and FaceTime now. <laughs> Sir, I do not make the news. I just report it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay. So the Hulk goes into a frenzy. He uh, destroys Vegas, killing 26 people and a dog. They are what? very... They're very specific on was that. It, Must have been John's the morning dog? then, huh? No, it was not John's dog. Okay. Cause cause... The rest of this is not John Wick just kills the Marvel Universe. <laughs> right. Because that uh, would happen. In order to fight Hulk, S.H.I.E.L.D. sends in the Thing. So then it turns into Thing versus Hulk in Vegas. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's a Vegas show already, isn't it? Should be. Uh, so afterwards, Maria Hill approaches Tony Stark. And basically says, you and your your superheroes need to figure out what to do about the Hulk. Because 26 people and a dog are dead. Vegas is destroyed. Work it out. Or we will, basically. Um, so Tony calls together the Illuminati, um, except for Professor X, who... At this point, I'm not sure if he's dead. Because uh, he dies a lot and comes back a lot. Like, more than Jean Grey, actually. Um, not but, sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. And so they all... <laughs> Keep in mind, this is Namor, Tony Stark, Reed Richards, Black Bolt, and Doctor Strange. This is the smartest people in the Marvel Universe, and their solution is we're going to drug Bruce, put him on a rocket, and shoot him into space. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I should stop you there, but there's no point because that's just bad writing. Namor disagrees. Namor is the only one that disagrees and is like, this I was hoping it was going to be Black Bull. No. He's basically <laughs> like, this will go wrong, and I want nothing to do with this. Uh, he harkens back to um, when they were first putting together the Illuminati. Uh, Black Panther was actually the one to be like, uh, no, I will have nothing to do with this group because basically you will make decisions for the world without the world's consent. Uh, very Black Panther. Uh, Namor basically at this point is like, yeah, I was barely on your side up until now, and now you want to shoot a dude into space. This will not end well. I'm out. Uh, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. Fuck you, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and so they shoot, they have the idea that they are going to shoot Bruce onto what they have found to be an uninhabited planet but it's like a paradise. So he will just be there on his own planet and um, live his life uh, happily. Um, that does not happen because uh, a solar flare knocks the rocket off course and he instead lands on the gladiator planet of Sakaar, which mm -hmm. started to the events of Planet Hulk. Uh, during the events, uh, Hulk is forced to become a gladiator. He becomes the best gladiator. He overthrows the regime that is running the planet, and he becomes the new uh, God Emperor Hulk. Uh, he, he, As basically, he basically takes over the planet, uh, takes a wife. They have a child. Uh, she's pregnant with a second one. Um, everyone on Sakaar loves him, so they decide that they're going to take this rocket that brought him to their world, this symbol of 
of him falling from the heavens and they're going to make a monument out of it. And uh, while they're messing around with the rocket, a self-destruct is triggered. It destroys the city that they're in, killing most people on the in the city, uh, including Hulk's wife, uh, Kyra, and his unborn second child. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so the 26 people and a dog on Earth were not acceptable losses but uh, hundreds of people lost in thousands, thousands yeah thousands of yeah, people yeah yeah lost yeah in, in, on a different planet because of a stupid self-destruct sequence yes that was acceptable <laughs> right and and actually looking at it too sakar um do you know the end well i know you know the end but you know the end of uh thor ragnarok when uh big monster <laughs> when they're looking <laughs> at what is left of asgard and taiko watiti's character is like no we can make this a place for all everyone who's refugees we can rebuild it um that Blam. <laughs> nope it's yeah. done yeah uh that is sakar <laughs> like that's what it is all these gladiators are from all these different planets and it basically becomes this great place where everyone can live together in peace and harmony and then explodes uh as you can imagine bruce is in the hulk not amused uh so hulk pulls together his gladiator buddies uh jumps on another ship and starts heading for earth and that is the end of like the events that lead up to this so we're about to start into the actual story any questions <laughs> I just want to point out that uh, the animated Planet Hulk on uh, Netflix uh, does uh, a rendition of that. That's pretty good. Ooh, I need to watch that. Oh, yeah, it's, it's not bad. Yeah, that's awesome. So we start at the very beginning of this story with Hulk, no ship or anything. Hulk landing on the moon, feet touch down on the moon. Uh, the Inhumans live on the moon because they are breaks. <laughs> Why the hell are they on the moon? So, um, so Luke, this is actually uh, the second time we've been asked this um, during the course of this very first season of the podcast. And the answer is <laughs> live on the moon um, because that's where they live. <laughs> because their vertical leap is beyond all measurement. Beware the quad laser. <laughs> Oh my god. Yes, that is the only place that the quad laser will work effectively, so that is why they live on the moon. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Stephen Strange was gracious enough to let us rip him off and burn his furniture. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, is, it is absolutely absurd um, that they live like, in every the way. And there's a moon kingdom, they're royalty on the moon. Um, because the moon needs royal, like the, the moon needs a, a monarchy, I guess. Well, you um, gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah. Th I mean, this all somehow makes the giant teleporting space dog acceptable, though. All right, hold up. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, I was drinking last night, and I'm drinking today. Where the fuck does a giant teleporting space dog come into this? Uh, he's actually uh, he's actually a really cool character. His name is Lockjaw, and uh, he's very useful because um, he's just he's 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 kind of similar. He has a similar ability. <laughs> crawler except he's a dog because dogs make everything better so does he also go bamf no he just teleports yeah yeah oh. he, he just teleports there's there's no cool boom noise unless i can tell he is an actual inhuman dog yes that is correct i mean he i'm he not has... gonna get into the technicalities Listen, of how I dogs are humans second drink yet so we can't get into that <laughs> conversation so. okay so yes just just know out there is they've locked jaw and he's a good boy now is, uh, is all that going to be covered in the in, in the Inhumans film that's coming out or oh there, there is, is no yeah 
Um, so, fun fact about the Inhumans' uh, failed media property: uh, it was <laughs> stated, uh, slated to appear on NBC. They had a limited release of the first two episodes in movie theaters to make it like a movie. Um, they don't. They didn't air anything after that because it bombed so badly that they didn't even continue the season. It le- it legitimately like doesn't exist except like past the first two episodes. There are no Inhumans in the MCU. That is it. That is all. Good day. Moving on. Oh wow. <laughs> Last I knew, last I knew you could actually see all 10 episodes that they filmed. Um, But yeah, it's not, it's not good. Uh, But you do get to see Lockjaw. I mean, that is actually a thing that happens. Like it, is, is, it is my understanding, too, that the uh, Inhumans property is considered, like, non-canon at this point because it right. tanks badly. So, like, those two episodes, you know, do exist, but, like, they don't affect anything and they were probably not going to be uh, incorporated in any way going forward in the MCU. And right. they still get an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, <laughs> no, no, they did not do well. Um, that however, sh- that was not, no, that was my shot at Rotten Tomatoes. Oh. That was not my <laughs> shot at that. There are eight episodes, and you can stream all eight on Disney Plus. Why you would want to, I do not know. But there you go, listeners. I don't think I got through the first episode. We did get through it, barely. I don't think I got through. Uh, I think I checked out. Probably. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So Hulk lands on the moon. Uh, He is faced by Black Bolt and his wife and queen Medusa. Uh, Her superpower is she has sentient hair. Okay. Long sentient hair. Uh, That's fine. Keep going. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to let it go. (laughs) Nope. Not even going there. Let it go, man. Let it go. Hulk starts to move towards Black Bolt, ready to pummel him. And uh, this is when we see Black Bolt's power. Black Bolt just whispers the word enough. And Hulk is thrown back and into a crater, large, like, dust cloud, you know, your typical comic book thing. Black Bolt and Medusa do the... All right, well, we've defeated the Hulk. Turn around and start walking back towards our castle and turn the, our back on the Hulk. Uh, when Hulk stands up and says, I didn't come here for a whisper. I want to hear you scream. And then it cuts to uh, to a different panel. So that is the last we see of the moon. Uh, that was the last we saw, Harold. <laughs> uh, we cut to uh, a space radar like station, like, you know, uh, a group of people that are monitoring space and they confirm that there was a large explosion on the moon and then all signals vanished um meanwhile in new york a ship appears over times square and takes over every screen in times square uh with an image of the hulk who says puny humans i've come to smash and you should know who's to blame and he basically rats out Black Bolt, Doctor Strange, Tony Stark, and Reed Richards by name, uh, and then plays the video that they left for him on the ship that basically says, sorry, man, we gotta we gotta shoot you into space for the Earth's own good. Um, and then he introduces his, what he calls his Warbound, <clears throat> Warbound who are the other um, uh, gladiators. There's Korg, so Korg from Ragnarok. Uh, Meek, also Ragnarok, mm-hmm. he's a little insect guy. Uh, Elo, who is a Sakarian native, she's a melee fighter, a brood, which, um, so, okay, how to explain the brood. Uh, think aliens, the xenomorphs from aliens, uh, but sentient, psychic, and in a hive mind. So, fry cream. Uh, yeah, they were, sure. They're like war xenomorphs. Yes. It's, 
it's uh i think the only time in my uh, minuscule encounters with uh comic books and stuff like that uh i think you get to fight them in uh x-men super nintendo game yes um this this one though identifies himself as brood but he is removed from the collective so he is like he's an exception to the rule he's a seven of nine he you know he, he identifies as his own self. Um, Heroim, who is a shadow priest, and he draws on the power of Sakaar. Uh, and then, yeah, those are the those are the uh, warbound. Then Hulk tells of his life on Sakaar to basically the world. He's like, I I landed on this planet. I became a king. I fell in love, and then uh, these heroes had put a bomb in my ship and it killed a million people um he gives new york 24 hours to evacuate he's like new york's mine now get out uh and during that time he wants reed richards tony stark and dr strange there in times square and if they don't show uh and he holds up black bolts broken and beaten body like he's barely alive but he's like he says i'll do this to your whole stinking planet Meanwhile, Tony Stark is flying around Washington, D.C., and, you know, he just contacts NORAD uh, out of his suit <laughs> and informs them that he's commandeering. They hate that. Do they hate that? Do they, like, I hate it. Oh, fuck, it's Stark. Well, they, they, How do you get this? How do you keep getting this number? <laughs> I told you not Break. to call here. We just put it in five minutes ago. Great caller. Great caller. Uh, yeah, so he calls NORAD and does not ask them. He informs them that he's commandeering three of their satellites uh where's a question where's um uh what's his name the 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 general i can't think of his name fury no oh ross Ross. yeah where's where's ross at this point in time is ross not like on the other end of the line with stark going like you need to hang up right now and no we're not going to do any of this shit i'll go after him my damn self this this does not happen unfortunately (laughs) no we, we see nothing of ross and and actually to be honest if i was ross and i had the history with the hulk that Ross has, and I saw this message, I would A, shit myself, but B, <laughs> just be really glad I'm not on that list. <laughs> yeah, like, I, would, well, I would like, I would take that time to go off grid and live in a cabin uh, in like Montana for a while. That's right. <laughs> uh so uh my my question was uh this takes place post Civil War, correct? No. No, oh, pr- post Civil War, yes. Pre Civil War two. Yeah. Okay. Hulk was not on the planet during the events of Civil War. Planet Hulk actually occurs during Civil War. Which is why you don't see him in the movie Civil War. And why the, he's fir- in the first Civil War. The first Civil War, to the, be clear. Right. The yes. first Civil War comic storyline, neither the Hulk nor Thor were in there. And in fact, wisely, if you think about it, same with the movies. Because once you have godlike forces like that, like... How much different would Civil War, the movie, have been if Captain Marvel was around? Like, right. Uh, well, she whatever was whatever side Carol takes, that side wins. <laughs> yeah, she, she was originally supposed to be in it, but it was axed for that exact reason. They were like, we can't have Superman show up here. <laughs> right. So uh, Tony Stark has, has taken over satellites from NORAD. However, he has taken over satellites that the Hulk has already taken over. So, like, they're the ones that the Hulk is using to broadcast all of these signals. So, he takes control of the, the satellites, and then Hulk modifies an EMP and takes out all of the satellites uh, at the same time, giving Tony a shit ton of feedback, because Hulk anticipated that Tony would be the one to, to basically take control. So, there's already kind of a chess match happening between Hulk and uh, and the other Illuminati. Uh, Doctor Strange appears astrally um, to Tony 
and says, the Hulk has never been angrier, so he has never been stronger. So, you know, gee, Doctor <laughs> Strange is Captain Obvious in this. <laughs> Thanks, Stephen. Yeah. Uh, Tony asks Strange to basically use magic to teleport Hulk away somewhere. And Strange refuses, saying, Hulk would just destroy someone else's world, come back even stronger. We've already fucked this up. Let's not fuck it up more. Um, I mean, that's fair. The voice of reason, finally. Yes. Well, (laughs) from what I remember reading, it was reason to a point. Let's not let's not give uh, Steve Strange here kudos (laughs) (laughs) too soon. Yeah. Uh, Strange says we created this problem. We must solve it. Uh, Strange then offers to have the new Avengers help evacuate the city if Tony can keep himself from arresting them. So, yes, this is post-Civil War. Um, The new Avengers are Luke Cage, Daredevil, uh, Spider-Man. Jessica Jones. So it's the Defenders plus Spider-Man. It's, it's, yeah, it's like it's like the street level people plus Spider-Man plus Doctor Strange. Like it's it's New York based. Um, but they are they are the the Avengers that did not sign on to the Accords, so they're still wanted. And Tony is still in charge of Shield at this point. So, uh, yeah. It's uh, it, it's complicated. Still corporate Iron Man. Man. What's that? Still corporate Iron Man. Yes. Yes. yes very much so. Mm-hmm. Um. So basically, Strange is like, if you can keep yourself from arresting them, I can send the new Avengers to help you. Being a <laughs> being like totally passive aggressive, which I love. Uh, Tony says, anyone who helps and is unregistered will get a free pardon if they turn themselves in after all this is over and sign the Accords, which is the same deal he's been giving. This entire time. God, what a jag. <laughs> Strange says, Tony, Tony assumes they'll all be alive when all this is over. Because <laughs> Dr. Strange. Uh, then uh, a call comes in that interrupts Tony's astral talk with Stephen Strange because the president wants to talk to him. And he asks Tony for an update. Tony says they're evacuating Manhattan. And the president says, God help us all. And... Uh, Tony says he's getting going to work on the next best thing to God. Uh, so then Tony meets Reed Richards at the home of Robert Reynolds, a.k.a. The Sentry. Hit the brakes. Yep. <laughs> Who the hell is this guy? So- ooh, 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 ooh. Can I answer this one? You know what? Sure. Because <laughs> I'm actually, because of this our last recording uh, and I was hanging out with Kat and Troy and I was like, and they were talking about this and they were talking about that and they were talking about and Troy goes, oh, yeah, the Sentry shows up in that. I'm like, who the hell is he? Like, is he the dude in, like, the gold and blue suit riding the gold motorcycle? And then I was like, oh, no, wait. Skipped over to DC. That's Guardian. Yeah. <laughs> and so he gives me the book. And here, here's the thing. Sentry is literally both his own worst enemy and a complete and total retcon of his own story. Yep. This is true. Living retcon, the Sentry. That is, that is, that is... Sentry in a nutshell. That that should be our logo. <laughs> Religious Sentry. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah. So, Leia, I'll, I'll let you take at least a, a better crack at, at kind of bringing Luke yeah. up to speed on the Sentry and why he is important to this story. I'm still not sure why he's important to the story, but I know who he is now. <laughs> So he's a he's a relatively new newer or newish character um, who basically has he's got like the power of ten thousand exploding suns like he's extremely dangerous um, and he does not have. Uh, 
at least as far as I understand, it doesn't have like awesome control over these powers um, because they are so strong that like their limits are are difficult to determine because if he uses them, he could very well just like end up just annihilating Earth. Um, so he is he is a, a literally like a, a godlike power uh, level character. So like Hulk, when he's super pissed off, like now, but, you know, can't control his shit when he wants to. Yeah. At his very base, Sentry's power is that he controls reality, kind of like Scarlet Witch does. The issue is that these powers were given to a milk toast white dude who decided to make himself Superman. Um, and so, yeah, he, he has basically limitless power. His arch nemesis or his main villain is called the void. The void is just him as the void. So it's hard to kind of explain the sentry, except that like he creates his own like nemesis. his own. Yeah. His own conflict. Yes. Oh, so because, you're a millennial. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Be- because he is so powerful. And because that's the way his power works and he understands intrinsically that that amount of power needs to always have a counterbalance. It's not like he can get rid of the void. It's if he uses power, the void gets more oh, power. Yes. So it's a, it's a millennial with executive dysfunction. Yes. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the century- as long as he remembers yes. that he is the century. Right. His powers come back and he and the void comes back. And if he forgets that he is the sentry, his powers go away and the void goes away. Right. Um, Which he has the power to make himself forget, but doesn't have controls over when he will remember. Um, He's an interesting case of how do you make Superman interesting? Yeah. Uh, And it's interesting for all of a graphic novel. And then you're like, Andy retconned himself right out of the picture. Right. Right. Moving on. (laughs) So all of this has happened with the century right before the events of this. He's recently found out he's his own supervillain. He's all like screwed up about it. His wife is, I don't remember if she's dead or she left him. One of the two. I think she left him. Because the void kidnapped her, and then she found out that the void was also him, and like anyone would, she's like, okay, well, you got some shit to figure out, and it got nothing to do with me. And don't Uh, contact me ever again. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) You are not the father. Um, (laughs) So Tony meets Reed Richards at the home of the Sentry. Um, they basically convince him that the Hulk needs him. Uh, and this is where it also gets a little weird because the Sentry did not exist before basically two years prior to this. However, because he changes reality, when he created the persona of the Sentry, he injected himself into the into Marvel's history. So he's also Bruce's best friend. Was he actually, I think he was actually the Hulk's best friend before there was a differentiation between the two, or before there wasn't a differentiation between the two. Okay. I think he was, because I remember several scenes where he's just like hanging out with, you know, Big Green and Nasty, and they're having like intimate conversation, but like in baby talk. Okay. That's, that's (laughs) hot. That's possible as well. Um, I do know that there were aspects of memory creation or like basically the the whole Don from Buffy syndrome where one day you're there and you have this whole history. He may have still like built on that, but the history between him and Bruce Mm. is imagined, is is retconned because he has the power of retcon. Um, So he changes into the sentry and he goes to leave and he just... uh, stares out the door for a second and then says he needs to have a word with Tony first. 
Meanwhile, back in Manhattan, 5 million people are evacuated in 23 hours. It is an hour before the uh, cutoff uh, that, that Hulk has given. Yeah, that doesn't happen. And, and yeah, somehow they've gotten right. 5 million people out. There's right. a lot of superpowers working here, too. So, I mean. The hell if I'm leaving. Poof. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. And the rest, the people who stay, are informed that they're assumed to have stayed willingly. And the U.S. government is not responsible for their deaths. Like this is transmitted throughout New York. Uh, Tony uh, meets up with Spider-Man or meets up with some other heroes wearing Hulkbuster armor. So he arrives and Spider-Man, She-Hulk, Wonder Man, Luke Cage, and Ms. Marvel, before she was Captain Marvel, are there in Manhattan. Uh, right, I gotta ask, who's Wonder Man? So Wonder Man uh, is is kind of an older superhero. He is, uh, if I remember correctly, he is the one that uh, the Vision in the comics, who, like his brain waves are basically what makes Vision a sentient um, uh, synthesoid. Yes, so- and he was also in love with... with uh, uh, Wanda at the time, which is why the Vision was in love with Wanda. Right, right. Um, That's not but, creepy at all. Yeah, it's that whole story is very strange. Um, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's kind of a, an older level superhero who like, I cannot remember what his superpowers are all of a sudden. I think he has the power to like rearrange molecules or something. Yeah, he, he has the power of being awesome. Is, is yeah. like, I mean, because he's also like a movie star. He's like Johnny Cage as a superhero. Oh... Okay. Yeah, Worthless. he's like, <laughs> yeah, those, he's like super famous. Um, and those were three hundred dollars uh, sunglasses, you asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, he tell uh, Tony tells them to stay out of the fight uh, until either he or the Hulk go down, and Tony basically uh, goes over towards the Hulk and starts broadcasting. Again, everyone is broadcasting to the world during all of this, which is weird. Uh, but Tony does it and basically uh, is saying that he takes full responsibility and he'll do whatever it takes to fix the problem. He then injects the Hulk with nanobots designed to suppress his powers and says, uh, oh, and has uh, two um, warplanes do a pass and hit Hulk with uh, missiles. Uh, Hulk relives his wife dying. Like, so basically retreats within himself and in a psychic kind of thing, uh, watches his wife die again, and it re-enrages him, and he shrugs off all the damage that he's just taken. He then takes Tony. Uh, I have smushes him. I mean, like, literally just kind of picks Tony up in the Hulkbuster and just, like, compresses him. Uh... (laughs) Uh, and then smashes him through and brings down a building on the both of them, crushing the Hulkbuster armor. Uh, Iron Fist, Ronan, and Echo uh, talk with Doctor Strange about his role in this and suggest maybe they should use magic to kill the Hulk. Uh, Strange says... Still on kill the Hulk thing, which has worked so well in all past <laughs> efforts. Yeah, I think that they're, they're really... Uh, it, it's kind of it's goofy in this whole thing that they've decided to kill the Hulk instead of like maybe trying to chat with him or do just at anything other than straight up murder. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, they already went to drugging and shooting him into space. So, I mean, (laughs) I mean, okay. Uh, On this call right now are probably four of my closest friends in the world. 
How Aww. how much are we talking if I drug you and shoot you into space? Like, uh, are we are we gonna have a chat about that? I or? mean, assuming I make it back, yeah, we're gonna have a chat. <laughs> are so, we gonna have a chat, or is it gonna be more than that? I mean, I don't know how well you converse with Knuckles, but <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the thing. What what I'm I'm sure it might have been explored at one point in time, but with the sheer amount of superheroes going, hold up here. <laughs> This, this, this is this is the Hulk we're talking about here. Uh, all of us can't go after the Hulk because that's you know that's kind of what we're that's what expected of us. But you know it's it's the Hulk. Let's let's be honest here. However, there is only three more of the Illuminati left that are involved in this. We could take those guys down and give them to the Hulk. <laughs> I'm surprised I mean, they didn't go with that angle. Like, yeah. At what point do you cut your losses and just be like, listen, uh, hey, Steve, we could... does this smell like chloroform to you? um so i have not i I will admit i this is an event in marvel past civil war which means that there were 50 odd other issues that were tied into this that were not the main eight issues um so there very well might have been like some sort of spinoff uh in there where there is a basically the team of heroes that are like Okay, well, so it's their fault. They need to answer for it. We give Hulk them, and then we're good. Um, it might have happened. I do not know. I do not know. Uh, it, it'd be something fun to to read for uh, sure. Speaking of spinoffs, I did read the one, uh, the X Men spinoff, where Hulk goes to visit Professor Xavier. Oh, really? Oh my God, it's so good. I think after Black Bolt, I think he goes to Professor X next, and then he ends up like mopping the floor of all these X-Men before they all stop and be like, look, is Professor X like, I had nothing to do with this. I told him no. You know, like, this is this is not a good thing. And eventually he just leaves him alone. Like, I, I was after- with Steve! I was <laughs> dead at the time! <laughs> but essentially he just comes in, mops the floor with everybody, and like Beast is like the ranking one there, like, uh <laughs> Can we not? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but they're all they're all we're stuck in this whole like, look, we're not gonna let you take Professor X, but we also know you're the goddamn Hulk. I mean, we'll throw ourselves on you, but we don't wanna, but we will. We have a wine cellar. Can we please <laughs> don't, don't make me hurt myself trying to hurt you? <laughs> That's right. Pretty much. Pretty much. This really reinforced my stance that um, you know the the teams uh you know of superheroes whether they're x-men avengers unaffiliated whatever there need to be like a significant uh amount more of therapists who are also superheroes who can like help these dudes out because i think hulk just needs to talk to somebody about his problems (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh to, to give away the farm a little bit when it comes to a future episode, well, a quote unquote future episode, because it's the <laughs> lost one. Uh, in Civil War II, we do, do talk about the fact that there is a character named Doc Samson, and his his whole thing is that, yes, he is a superhero, but he's also a psychologist. And he also, like, is the person to give therapy to people. And he, he needs yeah. like more. He needs a whole team. He needs like <laughs> he office. Does. Wasn't yeah. Samson like, in, in World War Hulk at some like? Didn't he? Yes, he will show up places? later. He will yeah. show up later, and yes, and he will do exactly that. He will talk to the Hulk. <laughs> Try to be. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, yes, going back to where we were. Um, so yeah, they basically are like, "Hey, Strange, can you just maybe magic Hulk to death?" 
And Strange says he will not lose his soul doing that, but he is working on something else. He casts a spell, um, basically casting a spell, and it's very vague in what he's saying, but the words basically say he is casting a spell for a hero who can defeat and redeem the Hulk. Uh, so the Hulk continues to pulverize Tony uh, and his armor. Uh, when Cage, Sp- Spider-Man, Ares, Ms. Marvel, Doc Samson, and Wait. Wonder Man. Yep. Ares. Yep. Like the Ares? Like we're talking yep. like the Greco-Roman god here? Yep, we sure are. Yep. The god of war. Yeah. God damn it. War Why? is a superhero. <laughs> how, how are they in the MCU? Or not the MCU, but how are they in the Marvel Universe? How is Thor? Yeah, don't don't think about it too hard. Is basically Thor is cool. We also have... <laughs> We also have, yeah, we also have Samson, we've got Ares, we've got, um... Do I Hercules? Do I get Hercules? Ares? Do I get Wonder Woman, too? No. No. Incorrect. Well, <laughs> well we all know damn well that Hercules is nowhere near as strong as the Hulk. True. Uh, and they also arrive with She-Hulk. So they get ready to fight. When the Warbound arrive, uh, She-Hulk convinces the heroes to basically, like, let her talk to her cousin. She's like, okay, we're gonna... Uh, I'm Jen. Hi. Uh, I'm going to go over and talk to Bruce, just onesie onesie, and maybe I can talk him down. Um, Hulk basically looks at her and says, walk away. Walk away right now. Uh, she's, she's like, I can't. So Hulk throws a punch that she dodges and just instinctually hits him back in the face. <laughs> uh, and then Hulk grabs her by the face and slams her through the street. Yeah, totally unwise call. Yeah. Uh, there is now big fight. Uh, on the show, traditionally, we do not describe the fight unless there is something really happening to push forth the plot. Um, but they're big fight. Uh, the Hulk is totally the Avenger. Pardon me, the Avengers. Uh, the Fantastic Four, along with Black Panther and Storm, who at this point in continuity are married, uh, are putting together a massive machine when Hulk and the Warbond show up next to where they are. Uh, through the fight, um, basically they are fighting all the Fantastic Four, Black Panther, and Storm. Korg, who in this is a little more, a little less like, hey everybody, what's what's going on? And a little more like actually a warrior and, and very edgy. Like, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stab a bitch. Yes. Basically, Korg this entire time is like, while fighting, is like, listen, we really just want Reed. Just give us Reed and we're cool. Like, you all can walk away. We just want Reed. All we want is that dude. That dude's the only person we came for. This could all be over. Just give us that dude. I'm telling you, most street level heroes would have been like, look, I think this guy's got a point, Reed. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, Daredevil would have still been a whiny cunt about it. But... Right. Uh, the Punisher would have been hard. Yeah, it would have been like, uh, why are we even debating this? You want me to do it for you? They've been on my list for a while. (laughs) Uh, So fight keeps happening. Johnny Storm hits Hulk with every bit of his supernova flame, which is like the, I could ignite the atmosphere accidentally, like that level of, and Hulk like no sells it. Hulk's like, no, no, nothing. Uh, Hulk is about to actually kill the thing when Sentry shows up. Uh, Hulk comes down in the presence of what he believes to be his one true friend. Um, basically, is looking at the Sentry, is calming down, and kind of reaches off to the side and just crushes the machine that the Fantastic Four were working on. He's like, whatever that is, I'm going to go ahead and take that out. Um, uh, and... Basically, when he does that, the sentry flickers and and goes away because it was just 
a machine to make a sentry illusion to try and talk to the Hulk. And that just pisses the Hulk oh, off wow. more. It, it's like, what a terrible idea. What a bad <laughs> plan. Like, um, every every just, bit of this plan just keeps going from bad to worse. Like, I thought these dudes were supposed to be geniuses. Like, right? they were be like super mega giant brains and they are they are doing things that like a four-year-old would do well also like we're all gamers here and most of our listeners are gamers have you ever been in that game where like everyone just keeps coming up with worse and worse ideas and you're the gm just staring at them like this was like simply walk into a bar and get a job like oh most of my games in college (laughs) (laughs) jump flip land yeah uh so um, we're on a ship, and it's got a ballista. Yeah, I'm gonna try and sneak attack with it. <laughs> That's right. Um, there's more fight. Uh, Sue tries to tell the Hulk he's not a monster, and Hulk responds with, "I know your husband is." <laughs> uh, Hulk, I have my note here is because it, it's what it looks like. Hulk beats Reed into silly putty. Uh, yeah, yeah. Literally, like he is—he is putting him in the egg. He is—he is putting, <laughs> like, scrunching him on newspaper. Like that would have been better writing. <laughs> Sue actually calls the real Sentry and says they failed and they need him. Uh, Hulk and the Warbound walk down the street, dragging the beaten bodies of all the defeated heroes. While regular people, regular New Yorkers who stayed behind, cheer him and are holding signs that that say things like, Go Big Green and God Hates Sorcerers. It it really is, even though this was written when like wow. it, it was written a, a couple few years ago. I don't know exactly when this was written, but boy, is that ever prescient. Like <laughs> Right? There's an extinction level threat coming. You guys got to get out of the city. No, my freedoms. And then and <laughs> the, freedoms. the extinction level threat shows up and they're still like, yeah, I hope it kills us. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a uh... metaphor. <laughs> well, at least there aren't any panels showing them taking cow dewormer. Uh, that's how you get good and strong oh (laughs) god Mm -hmm. spinach and horse warmer (laughs) so um out of the crowd rick jones walks out and stands in front of the hulk uh bear you are a long time fan of the hulk are you wondering who rick jones is i'm kind of kind of like i'll call for the pump on the brakes yeah I'm kind of like, super freak? you're like, super freak, super <laughs> I was about to say, is there going to be a fucking like, musical ooh, number breakout ooh. on the is street? Is it a dance off? No, it's not. It's <laughs> dance off with the Hulk. Uh, Leia, you know this one? Yeah, so, um, so Rick Jones is, he's a, he's a longtime um, friend of, of the Hulk. Um, I, wait a minute. I remember who this is. He's the Xander. He's literally <laughs> the human that is Bruce's best friend. <laughs> And, and, and my fun fact for this, which I learned actually uh, when we did this originally the first time around that I was very proud of because I didn't know. At one point, he uh, was a Bucky. He was a he was a, oh. uh, a Bucky Barnes-esque um, uh, sidekick. Like he literally was called Bucky. He wore the costume for a bit. Um, but then uh, Captain America just decided that 
yeah, you know what? You're 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 mortal basically, and we we don't want you to get hurt. So you know, have have a good have a good one and peace right. them out. That that was my that was my fun fact for that. I did not know, but he's mostly known as being like the Hulk's BFF. Rick Jones was the person that Bruce was saving yes. when the original Grandma Bomb went off. Yeah, when he went ran out into the Nevada uh, desert, the Nevada the, into the into the, the minefield, essentially the bombing field, the test zone, and like shoved the guy down into like. Yep. A pit or something like that, or that a was ravine, and took the hit himself. So, um, so Rick Jones stands in front of the Hulk, and the Hulk is like, stops, honestly. And um, Rick tells him that Captain America's dead, and it's Tony and Reed's fault <laughs> because <laughs> we just need to add more. Yeah. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate you. <laughs> he follows it up and says, Wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second here. Sure. Yep. Imagine this. <laughs> You're Imagine the Hulk's you best will. friend, right? You're 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 the reason why the Hulk is the Hulk. He is rampaging through one of the largest cities in the United States, and he stops in front of you because he recognizes you. Are you gonna lie to the Hulk? <laughs> I mean, not wrong. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. sure at this point he can probably pick up on whether or not you're lying. He's known you for a while. And also, too, you know, back to back to the the uh, the fact that he did serve as as Bucky for a little while. I mean, Rick Jones does actually have a legitimate friendship and connection with Captain America. So, like, yeah, it, it does make sense that he would tell him this because that essentially it's a mutual friend, you know, who right. who had passed away. So that part makes sense. So he says that they're responsible for Captain America's death, but he says. At the time, someone should have stopped them, but not like this. This is not the correct way to go about. Which actually kind of gets through to Hulk. He softens a bit and he's willing to kind of talk more with Rick. And Strange is like, oh, good. A window for me to get into the Hulk's head. And Thank so, you. Yeah, hang on. Let me let me fuck this up for hey, everybody. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> God damn it, Steve. <laughs> so Hulk jumps away. And when he lands, he's confronted by Hercules. Uh, and there are a few other unidentified heroes around. But a S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, agent that's monitoring warns someone over a headset not to move in. And General Ross responds, quote, these costume clowns had their chance. Here he is. Yep. <laughs> Ride of the Valkyries, blaring yep. on the speaker. Here we go. It's like, gotta have Rock my shot, hard. gotta have my shot. Finger on the trigger. I love the smell of gamma radiation in the morning. <laughs> uh, Ross has a monologue to a soldier, basically recapping the number of the times uh, Hulk has been a hero, and then the pardoned, then a hero again, then screws everything up. He says he even made excuses for him, but now his daughter is dead and he won't allow any more pardons. Wasn't it one of those uh, instances uh, like like they were just putting up a statue for him or something like that? And there's this, having this big ceremony and then he happens to go apeshit at that ceremony or something I am like not that? familiar with that storyline. Yeah. Uh, I want to read that I mean, it sounds real. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, we're all sitting here like, well, that sounds like Hulk. Yeah. Right? Uh so Ross's soldiers start, start shooting Hulk with adamantium bullets. Uh, this somehow lets Strange back into Hulk's head, and he starts a conversation while Hulk basically punches at his astral form. So he's like trying to talk to the Hulk while the Hulk is swinging at his astral form. Um, so half of the military is pummeling Hulk's body, uh, and Strange convinces Hulk 
to shrink down to Bruce and talk to him about his wife. Um, Strange says they didn't know anything about an explosion and they would have never intentionally done that to Bruce. Uh, he offers to help, and Bruce kind of does shrink down, like shrinks down to Bruce in his mindscape. So him and Strange are talking in his mindscape, um, and Strange reaches down and offers to help Bruce up off his knees and says, um, "I've got you." And then Bruce takes his hand and says, "And I've got you." And he turns back into the Hulk and uh, through Strange's astral form breaks his hands. <laughs> Again, again. Yes. Yeah, it happens a lot. Because that's uh, Steve's weak point. Hulk then takes out... Oh no, it's my Achilles wrist. <laughs> See my alley? Hulk then takes out the army, smashes everything, pulls Ross from a helicopter, and crashes it into the city. Uh, Maria Hill briefs the president and uh, has him talk to the sentry. The president goes off script and tells the sentry, he's insane, but he's also a hero. So shake the schizo act and do what needs to be done. God, just the worst possible advice. Like, just just what garbage? I mean, it sounds like it came out of a Bush's mouth, is what it sounds like. Or a Trump. No, I don't yeah. think he could have I don't think he could have put that many syllables together properly to say <laughs> that. Uh it would be like be like, uh, so could be in a shithole and um and words are good and i've got a bunker completely somewhere else as soon as hulk would have landed on the moon let's just be real here let's be fair so meanwhile uh you can't get bone spurs from the hulk (laughs) we uh we jump back to new york where the hulk is building an arena and you may call it a stadium or coliseum but face it it's an arena (laughs) i mean people fight in all of these things it's true uh, Korg, who is somehow the voice of reason in all of this, comes over. He's like, "Hey, bud." Um, <laughs> uh, Korg tells him the world knows what was done to him, and that they can stop now and they can leave. And Hulk points to the cheering crowds and says, "You don't get it. They get it, though. He will never stop making them pay." Um, Rick Jones tries to get in to see Doctor Strange um, when LOA and uh, Heroim, who are two of the uh, Warbound, find him. Uh, <laughs> Heroim looks at the Sanctum Santorum and dispels the enchantments around them. So he is like basically tearing down all of Strange's defensive sure. uh, countermeasures. Um, when Iron Fist, Ronan, and Echo jump out the front door and attack them. Uh, the war bonded... Hold on, hold on. Yep, sure. I think attack is too strong of a word. Well, I mean, yes. <laughs> Moved in their general direction, yes. Maybe True. reared back for one hit. Oh, that's right. Iron Fist did get one hit on him. Right. Yeah. Because that's his like, thing. Huh, okay. And then promptly got pasted. Yes. One Marvel One Punch Man does his thing. And then... <laughs> And fails. Yeah. Uh, the Warpod did basically snap all their weapons, kick their asses, and punch Iron Fist through the front door. Um, then, while the heroes are down, the Warbonded implant them with obedience discs like they had when they were gladiators. This will now be a theme. Uh, heroes that are defeated will now be implanted with obedience discs, which are exactly what they sound like. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Heroin enters. Are they NRA memberships? Yes. Um, uh, all right. Where can I find them? Asking for a friend. Uh, NRA, NRA memberships. In the Marvel Universe. That sounds kinky. <laughs> 
Uh, Heroim <laughs> enters the sanctum and starts dismantling all of the enchantments inside the sanctum. Just like, oh, no, you don't need this. You don't need this. No, no, that's not good for you to have either. Strange cannot stop him because in order to cast, he has to use his hands and they are broken. Whoops. So, yeah. Apparently forgot how to not worry about his hands like he did in the movie. Right. Um, as a last-ditch effort, Strange has Wong bring him, quote, the box, end quote, uh, which is apparently a an artifact that he used to resurrect Zom, who is an extraplanar monster more powerful than Dormammu. Meanwhile, in Madison Square Garden, Rick that Jones... That seems like a really bad idea. It, there's, it's just all really bad ideas. It's just, I think it's from hanging around Tony Stark for too long. I think yeah. it's gotta Ooh, be. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, Maybe it's the facial hair, like the 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 identical facial hair, bros. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the Delta variant of dumbassery. <laughs> <laughs> not properly socially distanced to not wear a mask, right? Uh, conceal their secret identity. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, uh, the Hulk is almost done creating his arena in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> And Rick yep. Jones tries to talk him out of having gladiator fights. He's like, "Hey, bud, um, maybe not." <laughs> if I remember correctly, like Rick, they like they're letting him like run around. Like I, if I remember correctly, he doesn't have an obedience disc or anything. They're just like, "Yeah, he's just here." At this point, he's basically the Hulk's pet. Yeah, he's he's the Hulk's pet human. Um, yeah. But he tries to convince the Hulk, "Let's not do this." And Meek, um, who's the little bug guy, intervenes, stating, "Justice is a delusion." <laughs> Uh, and then Meek is about to kill uh, Rick um, when Strange intervenes, channeling the power of Zom. Uh, so he shows up with a extra planar demon possessing Stephen Strange with his broke ass hands. hands, but not really because he can use his hands because Zom. Mm -hmm. uh, big fight. Uh, Strange holds his own for a while, but is uh, you know inexperienced using anger as a weapon. So Hulk says, well, let me give you a lesson in that. Uh, and wipes the floor with strange Zom. Uh, Rick Jones tries to talk him down. I feel like this is like the sequel to Strange Brew, Strange Zom. Strange Zom. Take <laughs> <laughs> uh, off, eh? Demon hoser. <laughs> Yet not as cool as uh, as as a uh, hoser demon. So no. That's a completely different type of cartoon. No, sinister Captain Marvel, who is in Secret Wars. She is my favorite. Um, <laughs> she is a yeah. Anyway, um, Rick Jones tries to talk him down again, pleading with Banner and saying, "You are Banner." Um, to which Hulk does not hit Rick Jones, but punches Strange. <laughs> And says, no, Banner is me. Uh, Strange gets a uh, gladiator disc in, in, in implanted in him. Um, Hulk puts the four Illuminati on trial and has people affected by their actions testify. Uh, there's a woman who lost her husband to an inhuman attack. I want to pump uh, pump the brakes here a second. Sure. Uh, wasn't there? Uh, I know we were trying to gloss over uh, some of the fights and stuff like that, but wasn't there something important in the uh, strange fight? Didn't he also like strange also cause some damage that was also going to kill some humans? Unless and then the Hulk intervened. It was that the scene I'm thinking of, or am I thinking of something else? Um, no, you're correct. No, yeah, uh, and it was because strange 
yeah, didn't know how to use anger correctly. And the Hulk actually saves they're they're members of the crowd. You're right. You're absolutely yeah, right. Like a, a building or something almost falls on them and he's like, No, the little people, you don't you right. know, don't hurt them. Um so yes, you are correct. My see, subjects. This is, see, this is why you're such an asshole. Right. <laughs> absolutely. So the people that testify against the Illuminati are a woman who lost her husband to an Inhumans attack. A woman who correctly points out Strange just drank the soul of a literal demon. <laughs> and finally, they trot out uh, Goliath's son. Um, and so, Goliath was... Hang on. Yeah. I back up here just a second. So Strange is not okay with, quote, losing his soul by magicking someone to death. Right. But drinking down the soul of a demon, that's perfectly acceptable. Well, hold on. It's a demon. It's not, uh, it's not his soul. So he doesn't right. care. And it's it's basically, uh, you know, to, to borrow from from a uh, common role playing game that we've all uh, enjoyed, Gobblery uh, and Final Death. <laughs> you cut out a little bit on that. Oh, no. Okay. You know, I just said that it was uh, basically the difference between Diablery and Final Death. Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm fine with that. Uh <laughs> So uh, Goliath was the hero that died in Civil War um, because Tony and Reed put together a cyborg version of Thor that killed Goliath. Oh, God, that was just I don't want to talk about it. It was awful. And it keeps coming up. (laughs) Um, Because as smart as all these guys are, they're not very. That was in Civil War? Yes. That's what I thought. The, the name of the Thor uh, clone is called Ragnarok. It's a thing. Um, Hulk basically is like, okay, cool. Well, now you get to fight a monster and just releases a monster, an alien monster for the Illuminati to fight. Uh, and when they defeat it, he's like, okay, now you'll fight another. And now you'll fight each other. Yay. Uh, they refuse. And so their obedience discs repeatedly shock them. Um, meanwhile, back at the Sentry's house, the president's helicopter lands and he goes to personally talk to the Sentry who has been standing in his doorway, just staring out of his doorway for 29 hours. And we find out that the Sentry has agoraphobia and cannot leave his house. (laughs) He's just so weird. Like the concept of the character, I don't mean to to uh, right, to right, disparage agoraphobics, right. but like the concept of the character is just so strange. Yeah, he's just been standing in his doorway for twenty nine hours, just looking. Which my assumption is is that he gave himself agoraphobia so as to not go out into the world, have memories about his past, become sentry again, and therefore bring back the void again. Right. That is that is if you really start digging down into it, that's plausible. That's absolutely plausible. Because we're talking about the sentry. Everything's plausible. Right. Because when you have reality powers that basically work off of your subconscious, uh, I mean, Wanda's bad enough and she's doing it consciously. Right, right. And I mean, he even says in in one of the panels, like, you know, the the amount of energy he'd have to expend if he lost control is terrifying. Um, That, you know, even for a millisecond, if he lost the control of his powers would would be... That's a pretty understandable fear, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So... (laughs) The heroes are fighting one another, and Tony, um, so the Hulk has these robot guards called the Death's Head, um, and uh, so while the heroes are fighting each other, so Tony takes over the Death's Head uh, robots and basically 
uses them to start uh uh like f- taking over and then the obedience discs make him start fighting reed uh reed gets the upper hand very quickly and is about to kill tony when the hulk says how about that looks like we're all monsters now and basically gives the thumbs down to kill tony like the gladiator uh thumbs down the sentry leaves his house reed says he won't kill tony and hulk says he already killed the whole world why stop now and then reed swings a mace and brings it down and lands next to tony's head uh tony points out hulk made the decision not to kill him uh tony says they came for justice not murder no one has or will die by their hands quote but no one on earth will forget what you are end quote liars traitors and killers uh sentry shows up and immediately destroys the hulk ship like that's floating over new york like the straight carol scene from endgame just (laughs) goes through and boom um another big fight sentry unloads power he never has before reed asks tony what he said to the sentry and tony says it it just was rolling in my head and i'm just uh, and i had to say it it's like here is another poor poor choice in strategy versus the hulk you want to get rid of him you destroyed his way off planet yep yeah um don't know what you were going with here but it all sounds dumb Okay. I think we can yeah, honestly so- say, though, at that point in time, that the sentry probably isn't necessary. I don't want to say, like, like not lucid, but, like, you know, like, big picture isn't something in a lot of these people's minds right now. Yeah. yeah. Which, weird, but, yeah, I mean, you're absolutely correct. So, uh, Reed asked Tony what he said to the sentry. Tony says, quote, sometimes to do the right thing, you have to play God, end quote, which is the most Tony Stark thing I've probably ever heard in my life. Yes. So on brand. Yes. Uh, Tony, sentry and Hulk pummel one another back and forth until they are so spent and exhausted that they become Bruce and Robert. Basically, like, it's the moment in wrestling where they're so tired and just like basically like it's like weekly slap fighting <laughs> yes limp wristedly like eh. uh Me- meek is infuriated that all of this has happened and and wants his his death and mayhem and he goes to attack bruce and he misses and he kills rick jones that's yeah not a good not a good idea right that enrages bruce which brings back the hulk who attacks Meek, and then the other Warbound try to stop him, uh, you know, basically from killing Meek. And Meek, for reasons unknown, reveals that he was the one that put the warp core in the shuttle that exploded back on Sakaar. Uh, and he says that the World Breaker needed to be born so that everyone can die. Uh, the Hulk begins to power up like he never has before. He is so mad that he stomps a foot down and it's felt across the entire eastern seaboard uh hulk looks at tony and says do it before i break the world and then tony gets control of other norad satellites and hits him with three orbital laser strikes at once uh cratering the hulk and turning him back into bruce banner the rest of the story is that banner is taken to a mojave desert facility where he is three miles underground and keep kept in a sleep tank the very last panel is that back on Sakaar, another Hulk-like figure emerges from the rubble of the ruined city. That is World War Hulk. Yep, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> All right. 
any uh any last questions um if i remember correctly when i was kind of doing some like uh just some glancing at like future storylines and stuff like that isn't the next thing like chronologically that happens for for poor old bruce is the isn't that the fight with like um there's like a separation, another Hulk separation. And so there's like Hulk on Hulk kind of thing. I don't know about that. The next major storyline that I am aware of is Civil War II, which features Hulk. And due to the events of Civil War II, there is uh, the Immortal Hulk series, which is probably one of the best Hulk Oh, it's comic so books I've ever read in my life. Um, but not to give give the farm away, uh, but Civil War II is out now on Rec Conversations if you want to hear about what happens with the Hulk there. And then I highly recommend you pick up the Immortal Hulk series once you know what happens in Civil War II because it all hinges on what happens to him in Civil War II. I don't know. I've been reading Immortal Hulk and I haven't read Civil War II. And they kind of go over what happened to him in Civil War II at the very beginning because it's yeah. the whole basis for the Immortal Hulk. Yeah. So, but yeah, that is uh, that is World War Hulk. Um, how did we do explaining it the second time? <laughs> the time <laughs> we actually I'll recorded, admit, we uh, we did not have as many questions this time around because you know we we got fully informed uh, uh, the, the first time around. But you know, of course, uh, wait, are we still recording? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just had the check because I'm going to do this. That's fair. Yeah. Jen, Jen hadn't, hadn't chimed in and been like, and we're still recording. No. Yeah, I think if we had to do it a third time, I think the it would have been maybe 30 seconds long and it'd be like the You're plot right. of War Hulk is Hulk smash. The end. Everyone good day. <laughs> no, I just would have changed it. I would have basically made it me explaining the beginning of the, the, the first graphic or two of uh, Immortal Hulk to Luke. Uh, <laughs> like, fuck it or we'll find something else right <laughs> but yeah this is uh this was this is a fun story i i yeah. did enjoy the story like no one is acting like they should and it's ridiculous in yeah, every way everybody's really dumb except the hulk who's just reacting to a mess of really dumb people my theory uh behind all of this that's not actually true but just my theory is that maria hill isolated the part of herself that goes stupid whenever there's a large storyline <laughs> and decided to somehow uh uh you know, weaponize it and injected it into all of the Illuminati. Uh, and so that's that's how we ended up with both Planet Hulk and World War Hulk. It's just bad decision after bad decision. Yeah, it's it's uh, the the second time around. I was it really struck me how fucking ding dongy everybody was acting. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it, I mean, that's it's kind of one of the things that we've run into with this show, though. Right. Is yeah, just yeah. there are situations where you're like, why are you doing this? Yeah, like, like the, this yeah. is the worst possible choice you could have made, and that was the one you went with. Okie doke. Right. right. The whole premise of One More Day is that Spider-Man and Mary Jane are willing to sell their marriage to the literal devil to save an old lady's life. Like, a lady who is easily in her her 80s or, or older. Yeah. yeah. Like, she yeah. could fall down the stairs tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't really necessarily... speaks to the worth of that marriage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, I mean, like, 
their marriage is the best part of most of the other stuff that we did. Sorry, like, Leah. No, that's okay. Uh, no, Aunt, Aunt, Aunt May could have like choked on a bagel the following day. I wouldn't have prevented her death that time. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like it didn't really. It did. I mean, it, it, it was goofy. What a goofy. What a goofy run. <laughs> Leah also. Uh, Aunt May lives in New York. She knows how to pronounce bagel. <laughs> <laughs> God's sake. <laughs> um, I think I'd like to just follow up or kind of wrap it up here. Uh, if you haven't read uh, like this, this made me want to go out and read uh, Planet Hulk, which I haven't done yet. Oh, uh, but yeah. The uh, because I was, uh, I remember hearing from I think it was you, Josh, is like, Yeah, but did you read the Hulk series where they beats the shit out of everybody? I'm just like, All right, now I definitely got to see this because <laughs> that's what the Hulk does. Um, but the uh, there is a um, uh, a nice um, graphic novel size edition uh, that has the World War Hulk uh, X Men series uh, with those three issues where he's beating the shit out of the X Men, um, and there's a couple other. Um, issues that they threw, uh, threw along with it uh one of them including uh an interaction with ghost rider and all this oh too. nice so nice little um, midnight suns action yeah so like i highly recommend like if if you've read through world war hulk or if and you haven't read through that grab that because it's a nice like this is the stuff that was going on in addition to and it's a good like wrap up with all that because you're probably in there thinking like man where are the x-men and all this well you know where they are that is one thing that i will say for the larger events that marvel does especially during this time period pretty much civil war through I would say like secret wars um is that they add a bunch of like ancillary stories like do you like this hero do you wonder what they were up to well we couldn't fit them on the page during the main story but here like there was an entire story when secret wars happened and, and it was basically realities merging and whatever but it was out of all of it they made um a story called spider-man renew your vows and it was all it was was a spy, an alternate reality spider-man comic but it was just he and mary jane were married they had a daughter um and nothing with one more day had ever happened and the daughter starts to show like spider powers like it's not full on spider girl but it was just it was a very sweet comic about how you are a superhero with a family and it was awesome but it was like tucked away in this like yeah. major event you know um the x-men during the original civil war had their own series like because they don't show up by and large during civil war it's an avengers thing um but you find out why it's basically because they're like oh yeah i'm sorry are superhumans being persecuted yeah that sounds <laughs> like something we've kind of been trying to talk to you about for a while now get <laughs> fucked <Yeah>. like <laughs> Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's like, oh, uh, wow, must be so tough for you guys. Anyways, go to hell. Yeah, sorry, you're white. Uh, <laughs> right. You're white and rich. Yeah, I mean, like there is a, there's actually one of my favorite panels, and it was in the main Civil War, uh, where they go to Emma Frost, who is a representative for the X Men at that point, and they ask her to to help, and she's like, hmm where were you all when our babies were burning in genosha and i'm like holy shit emma yeah, like yeah. she is that the, the x-men have basically like had it and that's what i really like like world war hulk too like you know i didn't read the whole thing but i i know that it basically ends with professor x being like i wasn't even there i was dead at the time like <laughs> but i was dead but you know even if i had been there i would have argued against this this is not 
what my decision would have been. But, you know, you're dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but he also had the power to convince everybody else to not do it. Too. Right, that's true. Unless you have a certain metal hat. <laughs> Which is currently in use. So, yeah. Occupado. <laughs> Occupado. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> so, this has been uh, Rec Conversations. This will be the... Uh, the lost episode that we're going to kind of slip in. So if you are listening to this in order, this is episode seven. Because that's what seven. the Hulk does. He just slips in. He does not just slip in. He smashes. <laughs> I've seen both those pornos, and they're very different. Tears it up. Professor Hulk calls it intercourse. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so um, that is uh, that is the last episode chronolo- chronologically of Rec Conversations for this season. <laughs> but uh, please check out uh, our announcements very, very soon on we're shaping up the next season. I'm extremely excited about it. The only thing that I can tell you is that for the first episode, I'm reading Flashpoint right now. And oh my God, it's Flashpoint. So it's a lot of DC, but it's a lot of alternate universe DC with people I don't know. Um, it'll be entertaining, if nothing else. A um, couple other things that we have on the docket is uh, Avengers versus X-Men, which is, again, a bunch of people making really bad decisions. <laughs> um, is that how most of these comics start, really? It really, yeah. really yeah. is. It yeah. really is. Uh, and one of the things I'm most excited about is on Halloween, we are actually going to record... Uh, an episode where we explained Arkham Asylum, uh, the comic uh, that was, uh, uh, the art was done by Dave McKeon, who's, uh, we're all big fans of, uh, yeah. you know, in in, in this house, in, in my house, because he was a frequent collaborator with Neil Gaiman, uh, and most famously did the uh, Sandman comics, so... Yes. Um, yeah, that's. Yeah. I actually bought my copy of Arkham Asylum. I have it. I'm looking at it right now. It's sitting on my shelf. I bought it back in like the 90s. I've had it for such a long time, and I bought it specifically because he was the artist. Like I did not give a shit about DC, and I definitely didn't give a shit about Batman, but I did give a shit about Dave McKeon. Um, but I ended up really enjoying the the, uh, the the book itself. So I'm definitely excited to do that one. It's going to be a great episode. We have a and, great uh, guest too. <laughs> and Leia, you will be on our. Uh, uh, premiere uh, for season six of Graphically Novel as we do Black Widow, the yeah, movie and uh, comic. It, it happened. Time. It I happened. Know. I was there as she watched it. It was a thing that actually existed. <laughs> was it, was, it was it was uh, decades in the making. Like, I, uh, oh man, um, my love for Black Widow cannot be understated in any way. Like, I'm really hype about that as well. <laughs> and Luke, you will be back for graphically novel next uh next season <laughs> oh yeah for actually i do not get many requests or emails from people asking us to do stuff but when i do they always joke and they're always like uh, what are you guys gonna do howard the duck well guess what <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. happening oh, we are wow. We are going to do Howard the Duck this That's season. That's only because we came. The only reason we're doing Howard the Duck is because we had a sudden case of space rabies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. <laughs> oh, so terrible. My name's not Jack. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's such a horrible fucking movie. But we're gonna watch it, and uh, yep, you will you will see us again. But it, until then, take it away, Vandello. Some deep reactions, please. All this comics narration ain't me. A little more talk, a lot less read. A little five babies of what I need. Close the trade, open up your brains. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Explain it to me, baby. Explain it to me. Vendello 2021.